Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, hello. I am super excited about today's episode. Today, we're talking about inverse thinking. And I got this idea from a man named Charles Munger, who I heard about through Alex Hermosi. And so I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. So this isn't like my way of thinking. But basically, what Charles teaches is like, if you want to solve a problem, solve for the inverse. And the idea is you write down things that you wouldn't want to happen, and how to make it that happen for sure. And then you make the inverse and that's what you need to do. And that might sound like a lot of words. And so I'm going to tell you exactly what I mean. So I'm calling this episode 10 ways to burn your business down, right? And I'm going to give you 10 ways to burn your business down. And then at the end, we're going to do the inverse, which would be like how to keep and create a thriving business based on the inverse of the list we make together. So let's just jump right in. Number one way to burn your business down is to never help anyone. Like, do not offer help. Do not try to solve people's problems. Do not try to be of service to anyone. Like, do not help anyone, right? Number two, stop learning useful skills. If you want to burn your business down, stop growing. Stop trying to be like grow skill sets that are going to serve you. Um, Stop trying to learn things that would help you be more efficient or be more useful to your clients. Like, definitely stop learning skills. Number three, Never learn from someone ahead of you. If you want to burn your business down to the ground, this is a really useful thing to do, right? Don't learn from someone who's already completed it because then they might help you create the business that you actually want. Um, And it's funny because at the end, I'll do all the inverse, but you can like see the power of this, right? Number four, ignore your paying clients. (laughs) If you want to burn your business down to the ground, stop paying attention to the people who are already paying you. Number five, Stop selling quality. So if you have a quality product, that's probably not the way to bring your business down. But if you want to bring your business down to the ground, stop selling quality. Number six, never market or never talk about what you do. Just stay silent. Don't let anyone know about what you do. (laughs) Number seven, make your product suck. That would be useful if you wanted to bring your business down to the ground. Is like, don't create quality stuff. Don't or make your product suck. Number eight, spend more than you earn. That's a very good thing to do if you want to bring your business down to the ground. Number nine, stop trying your best. Don't try so hard. Give your like 1% effort. That'll bring your business down to the ground. Um, Number 10, start a new business idea every day. Like that would for sure burn your current business to the ground. And it's like, these are all interesting because you know I'm like, it's funny because this would kill your business. But now... I want to help you build a business. And so we're going to go through each of these and talk about the inverse, right? What is the opposite of that? And what's cool is, is this unlocks a lot more ideas than you probably have thought of in the past. So number one is never help anyone. So the inverse of that would be like, be useful and helpful to everyone you meet. And I still live this day and it has served my business so well. I've had clients that have signed with me months or years after meeting me 
and they'll say stuff like you were just so helpful. Like you always answered my questions or you always got back to me and you're really kind or whatever it was. Like I was useful to them and I kept serving them long before they ever hired me. And so that has built my business is by being helpful. Like I don't try to withhold anything. I to be of service to my um, community, of course, with boundaries, right? Like I'm not just an, like a open book for every single person to ever come into my DMS, but with discernment and with boundaries, I try to be helpful. Um, so number two, stop learning useful skills. If I want to burn my business down to the ground. So the inverse of that would be learn useful skills, right? That is how you build a business. And so the skill set of marketing, because marketing isn't just something you're born with, right? Um, the skill set of coach, coach, you know, service, whatever service you provide, the skill set of creating a product, the skill set of finance, the skill set of sales, the skill set of building a website, right? All the skills that you need to be an entrepreneur are available on the internet for free. I really, really believe that. In fact, that's how I built my business, right? And I, I learned skills and then I started paying for skills when I was making money. And that was a really useful thing for me to do. Um, so if you want to build a business, you learn useful skills. Number three from our list was never learn from someone ahead of you. So the inverse of that, if you want to build a business, is to learn from someone ahead of you. <laughs> This has collapsed time for me in so many ways, both from mentors and books and courses, like of people I don't work with one-on-one, -on -one, and from the people that I have worked with one-on-one. -on -one. Right? I've paid to collapse time. I've paid to learn from people who can give me the nuanced details of what to do next. Um, I've learned from people's insight and also just like their chill energy. Like, oh yeah, I did that. I can help you with that. That's not a big deal. And it makes me one, go faster, and two, it helps me avoid mistakes, right? Um, it helps me kind of shortcut my way to my next level because I'm learning from people who just did this. And so if you never want to grow, never learn from someone ahead of you. But if you want to go quicker than you are right now, pay or get in proximity to someone you can learn from who's ahead of you. Number four from our list of how to burn your business down was ignore paying clients. So the inverse of that would be like to love on and adore and serve your paying clients. And this is something I think when you get marketing happy and focused, you kind of forget about the people who are already paying you money. And that's a big no-no. If you want to create a thriving business where clients come back, clients love working with you, clients rave about you to their friends, right? You want to give your attention and love and focus like support to the people who are already paying you all the time. Like, the, like this has to be the foundation because this is what keeps us in business, right? I imagine sometimes like, what would someone say behind my back? And I want my clients to feel like they could share the best stuff behind my back. Like, oh yeah, Amber always takes care of me. Amber's a powerful coach. Amber wants to, you know, wants my best. Like she really wants me to succeed. She um, is there for me. Like I want that to be said instead of like, yeah, I never really hear from her. Yeah, I. Uh, she kind of sucks. She kind of forgets about me. I, don't, I never want that. And so if you want a business that's thriving, pay attention to your paying clients. Number five, stop selling quality. And so what, what I, what this means to me is like, if you want, like you give your best in what you try to deliver, right? If you're trying to not bring your business down and you're trying to create a business that's thriving, you would spend a lot of time making your products and services really good. 
And that could look like skill development. It could look like just time and attention, right? I think a lot of people are so, so in a rush that they don't spend the time and attention that their products or services actually need. You know, thinking through the onboarding, thinking through what do they see when they log in, thinking through what's a, a, another thing that I can add to this to make it even more exceptional. Um, I think that creates an amazing business. Uh, number six, never talk about what you do to burn your business down. So the opposite or the inverse of that would be talk about what you do. Some of you are listening to this and I'm going to call you out for a second and you don't talk about what you do enough. Maybe you say it one time a week and in our day and age, that is like literally the equivalent of talking about it once every few months back in the day, right? Because our internet age moves so fast, you have to be talking about it almost every day. And maybe you're not directly selling it, but you are showing up serving and being in the business mindset every day. At least I would say three to five times a week, if, especially if you're new, like commit to three to five times a week, showing up, adding value, being in the energy of your business and talking about what you do and marketing like that. It has to be, um, a solid foundation and commitment. And what's interesting is some of you are going to listen to this and be like, yeah, yeah. But like audit yourself. How often have you talked about your business in the last five days? How often have you shown up on Instagram, on Facebook, or to your email list or to your podcast or on LinkedIn, wherever you're marketing and talked about what you do, like audit. Um, because if you want to burn your business down, never talk about it. Which means if you want to create a thriving business, talk about it as much as you can. <laughs> At least serve in the context of your business as often as you can. Um, number seven is make your products or services suck. So, you know, we kind of talked about this with like, you know, ending the quality, but like if you want to burn it down, make sure that they suck. I feel like one of the things that's going to separate these these next few years, um, the thriving entrepreneurs from the, the entrepreneurs that fall off the wagon and quit are the people who are able to make products and services where people tell their friends, where people are referring them. Like think about the Instagram worthy box, right? Like, or product that like everyone takes a picture of and wants to share. That's what makes products sell word of mouth. Like it's, it's exponentially, more powerful than just you talking about your business. Your friend or your client talking to their friend about you is way more powerful than you talking to their friend directly. Because it's like we are, we are skeptical of people selling, but we will listen to our friends telling us about their experience. And so if you want to blow people's minds, make your products and services so good that they want to tell their friends and their family, they want to share you on social media, like how can you do that? And to be honest, some of you are in the beginning, like it's not going to be relevant for you. I would just say, get some clients in the door and try your best. Um, but for some of you, you're in the refining process where you're trying to stand out in the, in the world. And this is a really good thing to think through is like, how can you make your product so good that people tell their friends? Number eight, spend more than you earn. Um, if you want to burn your business down, spend more than you earn. And so what is interesting about this is sometimes it's appropriate and useful to go into debt for your business. When I was brand new, I put my first program on a credit card. It was like $2,000. And I remember being conflicted about this because I did not want to go into debt. But what that program allowed me to do, I think I made probably like 20 grand 
from what I learned in that program, right? And so, yes, the, I ate the $2,000 in debt, but then I made $20,000. And so we have to be really mindful about how we invest. Sometimes debt is useful, but sometimes it's not. And definitely from a budget standpoint, it's important to keep money and to keep money flowing in and sometimes letting it go to invest and sometimes spending to, you know, celebrate, to enhance your quality of life. But I think being mindful of these things and being really conscious of the decisions you make are really important things for your business. Um, I'm at the point now where I don't invest in my business unless it's with business funds. That was not the case in the beginning, but it what it is for me now. So like everything that I invest in for my business is coming from the money I'm making in my business, if that makes sense. And that might may or may not hit you or resonate with you, and that's okay. As I always say, like take what works, leave what doesn't. Number nine, stop trying your best. (laughs) If you want to burn your business down, stop trying your best. And the inverse of this would be obviously to give your best, to give your all. I talked about this early, early on in my podcast. If you scrolled way back, I talk about this back when this was more of like a life coaching um, show. And I talked about this idea that like I would give like 80 to 90%, but I would never give 100%. And it was an ego thing. I was afraid of giving 100% and then still failing and what that would mean about me. And what I learned is I never got the results that I wanted because I was always giving 80%. And so I wasn't creating the results that I could have if I had given 100%. And a lot of people resonated with that message. They're like, that's me. Like, I'm always holding a little back to protect myself. And what's interesting is you can give 80% and still get burned. You can give 80% and still get hurt. And for me, it was really good to see. It's like, okay, if I give 80%, I could still get hurt and I'm not going to create the result I want. If I give 100%, I might still get hurt, but I'm more likely to achieve the result I actually want. And what I found is the more I give all, and this doesn't mean working all the time. This means my dedicated and devoted attention to my business where I am dead, like genuinely trying. I am genuinely trying to show up and serve. I am genuinely trying to make a difference, to be my best, to create amazing content, um, to be available and serve my clients, like those kinds of things. The more I try and really like release my ego's need to protect itself, it's vulnerable, but I've actually created the results that I've always wanted, right? And I'm continuing to do so. And so if you found yourself resonating with what I just said, like I want to challenge you to think through how you can start giving that other 20, 10 to 20% what you're holding back. Because my guess is it, you're not just holding back in your business. You're probably also holding back in your relationships because it's scary to give 100%. You're also holding back in your health and fitness because it's scary to give 100%. You're holding back in probably a lot of areas of your life because that mindset doesn't just stay in business, right? It is how you see the world is like, I'm. if I give 100%, I can get hurt. If I give 100%, it might not work out and that hurts more than if I only give 80%. And that's a timid way to live. And I have a lot of compassion because that's how I lived a lot of my life is like holding that little bit back. And I still find myself, if I'm being really, really honest with you, like sometimes I still notice that in me, but it's something that I'm aware of and it's something that I try to shine a light on, right? I'm trying to notice when I'm holding back so that I don't, so that I actually like let myself go all in. And this is a really good example. I sang a solo when I was like in the fifth grade and, um, if you compared like my solo and it, I sang God Bless America in case you wanted to know. And it was like 
kind of awful. Like you can see how scared I am. You could see how shy I am in the video. And it's because I didn't give a hundred percent. I didn't want to belt it. I didn't want to go all in. I didn't want to like let loose, right? But if you watch someone on like American Idol who wins, or you watch one of your favorite artists, like if you watch Taylor Swift on stage, right? She's not holding back. She is all in and she's really good. And that's what makes the greats the greats is they, they don't withhold, they don't hold back. They are all in. And that's why really, really where presence has helped me is like being super present in the moment, because if you're holding back, it means you're not in the moment, right? You're analyzing the moment. I'm going to say that again, because that was really good for me to hear. If you're not, if you're analyzing the moment, it's impossible for you to be in the moment because you're analyzing it, you're holding back. And so when you're holding back, you literally have to be analyzing and that's not useful for when you're trying to be all in. And this is easier said than done, right? Like a lot of you guys are going to listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, like she's speaking to my soul, but I don't know what to do about it. And this is what's interesting is like, just give yourself um, a place to go all in, whether that's with, you know, a a partner or a spouse or a kid, um, or maybe it's a sport that you play, or maybe you are a singer. Maybe you are on Instagram selling coaching. Maybe you are um, a water skier. I don't know. There's so many different places that this can show up, but there's a moment where you let yourself try your hardest. Like you're really trying instead of being chill and laid back, you're really trying. And that's a different level. And I feel like this is one of the things I can speak to a lot of because it shows up in my life in so many ways, right? Like I try, but not my hardest. And I know that that's a way to burn my business down over time. Instead of giving my all, instead of innovating and being my best and that risking that vulnerability, like that's how you build an incredible business is by being bold and vulnerable and trying your best over a longer enough period of time to get the results that you want. And this can feel intimidating, but I want to challenge you and me, both of us, to give our all. Okay, we're on the final one. Number 10, start a new business idea every day (laughs) if you want to burn your business down. And the inverse of this is pick an idea and commit. And this goes for your niches, this goes for your offers, this goes for your products, and this takes a sense of maturity as an entrepreneur, I will say, because if you looked in my history, you'd be like, Amber, you are the biggest hypocrite <laughs> um, because I started so, so different ideas and I would pivot so much and I have pivoted so much and I am going to be really vulnerable with you. It has cost me some clients. It has, I know it's cost me some money and people in my business. It's also cost me followers. Um, any, any type of asset in my business, I would say I have... I have lost a certain percentage of it every time that I pivot. I've made more money in the long run, but I've also, it's cost me. And so I know I can only do this for so long before it costs me. And this is really vulnerable for me to share, but I feel like this is going to be important for me to, to demonstrate it in real time, what I'm talking about. Because every time you change your mind or every time you start something new, people have to take a step back and go, oh, she's doing this now. And it's almost like, well, is she going to stick with this long enough for me to get help from her? And I know that from, I've heard it from clients and I'm sure that if you've changed your mind a lot, you can resonate with this. I think there's this, in the beginning, it's important to figure things out. Like I don't regret the times that I've pivoted, but I also know it's cost me some things. And so for me, if I really want to grow my business to seven figures, I know I need to double down, be committed and commit to this idea, which for me is the matrix and the miracle mind and my one-on-one coaching. And I'm committed to doing these things until I hit seven figures. And that was a really 
really hard and long process to get to that place because it feels scary to commit because then it's like you cut off right when like I think the Latin word is like decadere or something like that and basically it means to cut off and that's the root word of decide when we decide we cut off all other options and it feels really intimidating especially if you like to play in the land of ideas like I do and so the more that I've been able to decide powerfully and move forward with this decision the more results I get and so if I want bigger results I have to make bigger decisions. And this was one of mine. And I think that that might serve you to hear my thought process. Um, stop starting new businesses, stop starting so many different ideas, commit and learn how to sell it until you get the results that you want. I think that that's a really hard thing to do, but it's also the thing that's going to allow you to create bigger and bigger results. And I just want to share my process because I think that's helpful to think through, especially if you have a history of pivoting like I do. (laughs) So I just want to recap um, what we talked about today. The 10 ways to burn your business down. Never help anyone. Stop learning useful skills. Never learn from someone ahead of you. Ignore your paying clients. Stop selling quality products. Never market or talk about what you do. Make your product suck. Spend more time or spend more than you earn. Stop trying your best and start a new idea every day. And the flip side, so if you want to create the business that's thriving and amazing, help a lot of people. Number two, learn useful skills. Number three, learn from people ahead of you. And I would argue to pay people ahead of you. Um, Number four, adore and spend time serving your paying clients. Don't forget about them. Make them front of mind. Number five, stop or sell quality products and services, which in my mind means that you're spending time honing your craft. Number six, market and talk about what you do often, preferably daily. Number seven, make your product exceptional and like people want to talk about it to their friends. Make it like incredibly interesting and intriguing and impactful so that people spread the good word for you. Number eight, save more than you spend or make more than you spend is one of my favorite things to think about. I was sharing with the client. One of my favorite mantras is I make more than, or whatever I spend, I make more. It's really helpful as an entrepreneur. Um, number nine, try your best. Give your all. Let yourself give the 100%, even if it feels really vulnerable and risky. Number 10, commit to your ideas. Um, And I hope this was helpful for you. I think I use um, inverse thinking. Now, once I learned this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is an incredible way to solve my problems, right? You can do this for fitness. You can do this for your relationships, right? Because what it does is when you create the list of how to create the thing you don't want and then do the inverse, you actually create an abundance of ideas that unlocks your creativity for how to solve your problems. And so if you've been stuck, I hope this helps. I hope you use inverse thinking in your daily life for your business, for your relationships, for everything that you want. Um, this was helpful for me and I hope it was helpful for you. Thank you for listening. As always, I am so grateful that you're part of the community and my podcast. If you have a friend, I'm going to make an ask really quick. If you have a friend that would benefit from my content, will you share it with them? I don't typically ask for that, but that would be huge for me and my business if you could just share it with one friend that would benefit from this. If you benefited from it, they will too. So share it with them, just send it over and I would genuinely and sincerely appreciate it. And other than that, I will see you in the next episode. I'll talk to you soon, bye.
Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love The Matrix. It's my group coaching program. I feel like it is the inner path of entrepreneurship. If you feel like entrepreneurship has opened you up to ideas of spirituality and mindset, where you feel like you need to challenge your old way of thinking and you want to do it in a group setting with me, The Matrix is the place. So I coach live every week. You get access to all my programs. It's an incredible opportunity to do this work of entrepreneurship together, and I would love to see you in there. Head to www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix to find out more and to join us today.